Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 741 19 before 8. This is a good song here. Mark Rosa, president and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. You like the Eagles? Yeah, it's, it's uh, been a while since I heard some of their music. Lead that, lead that up. That's good, Tim. Matter of fact, you know what, Mark? Let's just listen to the Eagles. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Wait, I'm getting a message from Kevin you- Cassidy here. What is that? Oh, let's not listen to the Eagles. Okay, good. Uh, Albert Einstein. <laughs> Uh, said, compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. If you can, safely go to jeffersonfinancial.org. I mean, if you're not driving, the website's secure and so forth. You can find the calculator tab in the middle of the page and go to savings calculators, and you'll found, find both compound savings and compound interest. Mark, before we get to that, did you know Einstein hated to have his hair cut? It looks like it yeah. when you see a picture of him, yeah. his hair was kind of long. He just hated it. It just for <laughs> no, whatever no cruel reason. cut for him. I think it was the inane talk with the barber that did it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I could agree with that. It's like, well, That's do right. you really want to discuss physics or not? And then the barber would say, well, probably not. Anyway, <laughs> That's it. he walked out. <laughs> yes, let's talk about the calculators and com- and savings and interest and yeah. hedging against inflation. I guess right. Tommy, you know the the subject of compounding is normally. When you're hearing the word, something is growing in a compounding fashion, it's normally aimed at bank products. So your certificates of deposit usually are the ones that get the most attention with respect to the the topic. But compounding is a mathematical process that has many applications, and it might not be financial. You know, the UNO might want to grow its student body by 3% every year for the next five years from a planning process or strategic planning by the university's management or whatever. And they want to see, well, at the end of the five years, how many students will we have? Will we have enough from, from a resource standpoint, enough facilities, enough classrooms? If the, if, if the student body grew that way, well, inside of that comment, inside of that plan, there's some compounding because if it, if we're taking today's student body and increasing that by 3%, and then the next year you're increasing it by 3% again, you're not going back to the base year. You're going back to the immediate past year. So right there, there's compounding. But that's not a financial use. That's just a, a numbering use mm-hmm. or just a, a, a mathematical process to do use it elsewhere. So when we get to compound savings, uh, that's what people really, really should pay attention to, what that effect does. And similar to my example with the student body, 
what we're doing is we're increasing it exponentially. So there's an exponent in the in the formula to get this thing calculated. And money grows exponentially, not linearly. And it's to the benefit of the saver that it does that way. And so much so that I think many times my students are surprised when we apply compounding and we teach time value of money, and that's part of that process, is if you if you leave your deposit or, or your contributions, if you leave it long enough, the financial institution ends up depositing more than you deposit. So they've, they've increased your savings by an amount that's greater than, than you put in. So we like that to happen, obviously. And it's like, okay, I want to put in a dollar and let the bank or credit union put in more than a dollar. But it's, it's over time that that's happening. So each time when your balance is growing and other contributions are made, that compounding takes effect and that interest on interest, it, it's a snowball effect, but again, not, not to our collective detriment. It's a snowball effect to our benefit. And that, that's where the patience comes in to say, well, just leave the, leave the savings balance alone. Resist it as long as you can. If you can put it in certificates of deposit that are paying so well right now because the Fed has raised interest rates, that's even more compelling an idea of taking advantage of the compounding. So you'll see a lot of people that are doing that and are kind of keen to it. They'll put in a certificate of deposit and they'll buy a term, let's say a one to two, three year certificate. And, it, and it's like, well, I could auto renew it for you. Oh, absolutely. I don't want to touch it. I don't want, I might not want to make a decision on it at that time. I always can. I'll get a renewal notice to, to, if I want to move the money differently, but it's just, they, they want to leave it there. They want that compounding interest to keep going and to keep snowballing again to their benefit. And they see what their balance is doing. Another thing that came out not long ago was uh, within my, my tenure in, in financial institutions that they had a law change that made it a little bit more consistent because it gets confusing if people are, are novices at looking at this and to explain it to them it, it sometimes could be challenging. But you have a rate, pick a rate at 3%, and then the compounding interval that's being applied against the rate, then it produces another term called the yield. So financial institutions now are required to list the rate, let's say it's 3%, and if I compound only once a year, which is the minimum amount that you can compound, the minimum frequency, then the yield equals 3%. So that's not really, well, that's not doing anything for me. I want, I want, more, I want more oomph. I want more horsepower to this. Well, then you would choose as a consumer, choose the maximum number of compounding periods that you could find, because the more that interest on interest is applied, the higher the yield. So if we had the 3% annually, it would be a 3% yield. If we had a 3% that's compounded monthly, it might be a 3.1 or 3.2% yield. You're not going to make all the money in the world. We're not going to be rich by right after lunch, but it's <laughs> It's effortless on the depositor's part, right? It's not a lottery ticket. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a growth. It's a growth by a rate that keeps applying itself over and over again. And again, it's no effort on the consumer's part. It's like, what do we care if the bank's computers or the credit union's computer works extra hard on it? It doesn't care either. So as a practical matter, where you see daily compounding, that's about as sexy as it's going to get. Although there are you know, people toyed with the idea, well, if I can measure a day, I could apply the compounding to that day. Well, what about, what about if we could measure an hour? It's a, it's a measurable period of time. And some institutions have actually assigned 
an hourly compounding. I mean, you, you can't find that. I've, I've seen it over time just a few times. But, okay, well, then you could compound every hour, every minute, every second. And it doesn't, when, when it gets down to that level of compounding, it doesn't really produce anything. You might get a, an extra penny or two per year. So as a practical matter, annually, excuse me, annually is the, is the least, and daily you will find as a routine is the most, and that you're squeezing more money out of that deposit with no effort on your part. So what the calculator is doing, compound and, and, and your return calculator, it's showing you that. So you put in, make some inputs, put an interest rate, put the number of years you want this thing to see. And again, you can't break it. You, the calculator is not going to get mad with you. It's free 24-7, uh, eight days a week you could play with this thing. And it will show you on a quarterly basis, a monthly basis, a daily basis of compounding what that difference would be and that would describe your yield you're yielding more and more if the, if the credit union's computer is working more than more and more but it's to your benefit that it does mark let me take a break we come back i got the the window open right here and i'd like to go through the savings um compound savings calculator and and work through it and people that are listening at work or at home if you can safely access the calendar certainly not while you're driving, but it's jeffersonfinancial.org. And we'll put some numbers in there, play around with it, and see what happens, okay? Good. All right. Uh, Mark Roser, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, helping you manage your money as we do every Friday morning, 7.50, 10 till 8. Let's help you manage your traffic now on WWL. 7.55 and a half. Tommy Tucker back with Mark Roser, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. We help you manage your money if you can safely if you're not driving, go to jeffersonfinancial.org. In the middle of the page, you'll see a tab that says Calculators. Find your way to Savings, and then you'll see the uh, Compound Savings Calculator. So let's go through it, Mark. So let's say I want to start with $1,000, and I want to save it for 10 years. What kind of rate of return could I put in there? Well, Tommy, as, as Realistic far as now. What the, well, what this calculator will do, well, I mean, if, if it's if it's 10 years, it's hard to – Nobody's going to commit to a rate on a on a bank. All right, type let's let's product. do it for okay, real. So then. it might it might three. be three to five years. All right, let's say five, five years. Five years CD. Okay. You could have a five year CD, and we could put three percent. But tell you what, let's put what, five thousand in it. What's put all you want? All right. uh, what what's going to happen on this one? Just for our listeners, it's yes. going to have a starting amount, which is a variable. So you could say, well, I'm starting with nothing. I'm starting fresh. No, I'm going with five k. A, a little a little bit further down, it's going to be additional contributions. Right. You could say, I'm going to start with a hundred dollars a month, and we're going to go out for five years, and then underneath that, that would be a frequency as per month, and at the and right under that, you would put a compounding interval. You could put whatever the financial institution pays. So you could say. You know, monthly, weekly, daily. What is realistic? Choosing that from – well, daily is, is, is realistic. Monthly is realistic, depending on what type of product that we're applying it to. If it's so going to be it, a certificate. And for who it would be. Yeah, certificate would might be monthly. Okay, monthly. So, let's put and, that in. Okay, so let, let's put that because that, that might be a, a frequently used um, uh, frequency. So here's what I'm doing. Interval. Just to recap, I'm putting $5,000 yeah. in the start. Five-year certificate, five percent rate of return, or not? Um, put three and a half percent. Three point five. Yeah, I kind of yeah. made up that five percent. No, that's uh, a well, wish. And I'm not putting well, anything. You could put fifty percent, really. Wow. Yeah. Yourself. I'm not putting anything in. Oh, I want it to be realistic. <laughs> and I'm not putting anything else in. I'm just trying to look at compound interest here. We're compounding it monthly. Okay, that'd be a fair yeah. way to look at it. 
So now yep. I'm going to calculate, and that $1,000 in five years is going to be worth $5,955. So to your point, I put in 1000 A lending institution has put in the difference, which is what, $4,495, uh, right? Yes. So there you go. Yes, and, and the point would be that could be proven if you wanted to take the calculator and extend the terms. You just wanted to see what that looks like. You could put in uh, a, a, a much longer term. 20. Let's put in and 20 you, years. And you, you could put – yes, and then you would see where eventually the financial institution is going to make a larger deposit than you are. The interest is going to accumulate to the well, point they that did. more than you put in. They did before. At five years they did, or at three well, years – five years they did. No, at five, I think you went too, too far on that. It was like they put in like five or six hundred dollars on your five thousand dollar deposit. You didn't double your money in five years. Or we need to hang up right now <laughs> and get into. That. Okay, I need to go. Well, that's a good thing about the calculator, though, because you can't you can't mess anything up. No, you can't. And and we you, we could put in things that are that you could see in the marketplace. Meaning, if you're shopping, which I, I encourage people. Five thousand dollars starting amount. Five years to save, 3.5% rate of return, additional contributions, nothing. Frequency per year would be? Frequency, you could put monthly. Monthly. And then, uh, but I'm monthly, not putting anything else in, so it doesn't to, matter. Okay. But I'm fine. compounding the interest in monthly, right? Monthly. And right. then I'm going to calculate if, up here. After five years, you have a $6,020 yeah. balance so that you earned a 1000 Making sure our listeners understand. Oh, that, that's right. I put 5000 in. You put, that's right. I thought I put a thousand in. Are you going to cause accidents? Okay. Somebody. Yeah, I don't want to do that, Mark. Thank you, and I'm sorry my ignorance so had to prove your your calculator. But it's fun to fool around with. Go to jeffersonfinancial.org. Thank you, Mark. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.